It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With his patients, Sean and Craig, solving your health puzzle on Talk Radio 1059 KNRS. KNRS News, sponsored by Utah Stem Cells. I'm Scott Teeger. Good afternoon. It's 4.02. Law enforcement officials around Utah say multiple bomb threats from Cache County to St. George are a hoax. The email threats included two West Valley businesses, the Park Record in Park City, and Dixie State University. Some buildings were evacuated as a precaution, but no explosive devices were found. Bomb threats were called around several places around the country today. An investigation is underway into allegations of sexual misconduct by a teacher at Hillcrest High School. Canyon's school district spokesman Jeff Haney says the teacher was put on paid administrative leave after they learned of the allegations December 6th. I can only comment on how we became aware and what we we were made aware by a parent who had expressed concern about information that she had heard from uh, students at the high school. Haney says the district's internal investigation only involves any violations of district policy. Unified police say they are investigating a teacher for allegations of misconduct with numerous students. Former Vice President Joe Biden says his promise to his son as he was dying of cancer was to stay engaged. Biden's talk at the University of Utah today included his memoir, Promise Me Dad. He says, with that promise, I found my purpose. Bo did, in a sense, save me. That purpose includes the moonshot effort Biden launched as vice president to find a cure for cancer. A new wildlife bridge spanning I-80 near Parley Summit is now open. The first-of-its-kind overpass in Utah is 320 feet long and 50 feet wide, and UDOT spokesman John Gleason says yes, they expect the wildlife to find it. The animals won't have a lot of other options because there's six miles of fencing that are directing them strictly to this spot. This is it right here. The $5 million overpass is meant to reduce the number of accidents on I-80 involving wildlife. It will be off limits to people. KNRS News at the top and bottom of the hour and anytime at KNRS.com. Listen and you'll know. First of all, if you haven't heard this yet, I love this. Rod Arquette on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. You know, I really wonder how long it's going to take a big old moose to find that wildlife overpass over I-80 up Farley's Canyon. Now, as you just heard John Gleason and Scott report, it cost $5 million to build that thing, okay? And the idea is behind it, of course, is to prevent collisions that you have up there between cars and wildlife, like deer and moose. I saw moose on the side of the road once that was hit by a car. But let me, uh, here's my prediction someday. There's going to be a big old moose on that thing someday, right? Just taking its time, walking across, maybe even looking at traffic. Everybody's going to slow down to look at the moose. They'll all hit their brakes and run into each other. I can just, is it just me or can you see that happening? I can just see that happening up I-80. I guarantee you that's going to happen sometime. How are you, everybody? And welcome to the Rod Arquette Show on this Thursday afternoon. We are on the road today broadcasting from Harvest right now. They had a big, big sale on Black Friday. Well, today the folks here at Harvest Right are telling me this is one step better than Black Friday. It's even bigger 
than Black Friday with the savings that you're going to get today on a home freeze dryer. So we invite you to stay tuned. We'll give you a chance to win some freeze-dried food from Harvest Right and a chance to get in on some spectacular savings with Harvest Right today. So we invite you to stay with us all afternoon. A lot to get to today. We're going to be talking about efforts. You know, Utah, hearing about, what is, today is the uh, 13th, so in about 17, 18 days, we are going to have the nation's toughest drunk driving law in the country. The DUI limit will drop from .08 down to .05. And uh, you, you, if you were listening to the show last night, originally the Salt Lake Restaurant Association indicated they weren't going to fight it anymore or try for modifications. But as you heard on the show late yesterday, the director said after they made that announcement, they got calls from everybody out there, restaurant owners, saying, we want you to fight this thing. Well, um, city officials and highway officials and police, as a matter of fact, are now trying to educate everybody that if you go out for New Year's Eve, you better be careful this year because there is a new DUI limit. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Steve Moore is going to join us earlier today. Steve is with the Heritage Foundation. There are some people who are saying, have you watched the market in the last two weeks? Roller coaster ride, right? Down 500, up 500, down 500. Uh, well, he says, or he thinks the market may be bottoming out now. And we may be ready for an increase in 2019. Steve will join us. We'll talk about that. And I've got this unbelievable story coming out of California, where a state lawmaker was arrested and charged with a misdemeanor for spanking his child. Now, you won't believe where this is going either, and we'll get your reaction to that. That's all coming up on the, uh, on the Rod Arquette Show today. But I want to start off the show today and, first of all, talk to you about the Boy Scouts. The Wall Street Journal today. Now, the Boy Scouts, uh, you know, they have been through some rough times over the last several years, uh, efforts to allow gay scout leaders and then gay scouts into the organization. The uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints announced that they are pulling out of the program. I think it is the end of next year, 2019, when they will dissociate with themselves. They haven't announced their new program yet, but I think, you know, it'll come sometime, sometime next year. Well, the Wall Street Journal is reporting today that the uh, Boy Scouts are now considering, and this is sad, I think, filing for bankruptcy protection as it faces its dwindling membership and escalating legal costs related to lawsuits as to how it handled the allegations of sexual abuse. The Boy Scouts of America have been around since 1910. How many young men out there, especially in this state, have gone through the scouting program? I have three sons, all of them are Eagle Scouts. There are so many wonderful scout leaders out there who really dedicate their time, uh, you know, in years gone by and even current scout leaders, who really try and give the young men in this state a wonderful experience when it comes to scouting. You know, earning the merit badge, becoming an Eagle Scout, going on those hikes. How many of you have those great scout stories that you can sit around a campfire and laugh about what you did when you were scouts? And to see the fact that the, uh, the Boy Scouts of America uh, may have to file, it's in the very early stages, but may have to, in fact, file for bankruptcy because they've been inundated with so many things they're trying to deal with. I, I, I just think it's a sad commentary as to where we are in America. And we had a guest on. Oh, it was several months ago, as I recall, who said, you know, this has been an effort uh, underway in this country, kind of a uh, behind-the-curtain effort for a very, very long time to get rid of the scouts because so many people 
you know, are opposed to it for a variety of reasons. And they think, uh, you know, they, they have thought over the years, maybe the last five or ten years, maybe 15 years, uh, that there has been a concerted effort from a large group of people in this country who just see the Scouts as the worst thing in the world, and they've been trying to get rid of it. And, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if in, could be as short as three years, maybe five, seven years, that the scouting organization just goes away in this country. And it may happen. And I know we've got some big scouters in this state, uh, and that's sad because so many people over the years have really committed their time uh, to help these boys earn these merit badges and earn these Eagle Scouts and the various ranks that you have within the scouting organization. And here today, as the Wall Street Journal is reporting, that uh, it is struggling. A lot of people are shaking their head probably saying, well, we told you so. Uh, but that doesn't mean the scouting program should go away. I, I hope it stays around, but like I said, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, I've got another story that I want to share with you as well, another very, very sad story, this story coming out of Delaware. A young man, his name is Joshua Trump, uh, is being bullied because of his last name, uh, and apparently he's faced it for a couple of years in elementary school, and his parents were, in fact, hoping that he, as he went into junior high or middle school this year, that things would change. Well, guess what? They didn't. Uh, the bullying, I mean, they curse him. They call him an idiot. They call him stupid just because he has a last name of Trump. And that is so sad. Now, where do you think these kids who are picking on this young boy, Joshua Trump, get the idea that the Trump name is stupid, it's idiotic, it's, uh, they curse at him? You think they're getting that from mom and dad? Have you, have you ever caught, <laughs> I bet you all have, as a parent, that you and your spouse are talking about something or someone and say something derogatory about it? Like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, or, you know, we don't like that person. Your children hear that and echo it back to you later on. And you go, uh, whoops, <laughs> could be bad language. You know, let a word out that you didn't want to let out. Or you said something about somebody, and in front of that person, they embarrass you, and they say, my mom and dad said you're a jerk. You know, I mean, have you ever? I bet that that has happened. Well, think about this young boy. These kids who are picking on little Joshua by calling him, like I said, stupid and all kinds of names, where do you think they originally heard that? My guess would be from their parents. And now this little boy is suffering. The school has allowed him to change his last name just to protect him. Now, I, I would imagine he'll have to go to a different school uh, because everybody else in the school knows his name now. But I, it, it's just sad. The, the country has sunk to a new low on so many levels, and I think that's one of them. I feel sorry for that little boy, and I hope things work out better for him down the road. So a lot to get to. We're going to talk about the state's new DUI law and what uh, police and restaurant owners and businesses are reminding people about as we approach the holiday season. And Steve Moore will join us still to come this hour. A lot to get to today, but like we said, we are broadcasting live today from Harvest Right. We love being at Harvest Right. And Matt's back with us. And Okay, uh, what do you mean you've got something even better than Black Friday? Even, what's, uh, what's up, man? Even better than Black <laughs> even Friday. Even better than Black Friday. Yeah, yeah, so okay. we've already got a Christmas sale happening at Harvest Right, and uh, it's a good sale. But uh, if you're listening to the Rod Arquette Show today, we're going to up that by $200 more off. So you're going to get an additional $200 off the Christmas sale um, if you decide to purchase by December 20th. So why would, why would a family want this? Well, it's a great gift for the family. It's really common for mom and dad, actually, to get the freeze dryer mm -hmm. and let their kids come over uh, and use it. That, That's yeah, great. that does go on. That happens a lot <laughs> because... 
Freeze drying is the best way to get food storage. So you can freeze dry just about anything you eat. Everything from steak and potatoes to lasagna to your whole garden. Even things like watermelon and cantaloupe and mango can be freeze dried all the way on to ice cream. So we'll have people who will get a freeze dryer. They'll have a leftover lasagna or leftover turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, and stuffing. They'll freeze dry it. It becomes amazing food storage, something that will last up to 25 years. A great camping and backpacking meal. You just pull that lasagna, add a little hot water to it. You have an instant camping and backpacking meal. Um, it's the best way to put up your garden. So a lot of people buy it now yep. with the thought, I know I'm going to have a garden in six or eight months. And so they start using it now, getting it ready for their garden. And uh, also just to live healthy and eat healthy. So many great healthy snacks you can make with your freeze dryer. People love to have peaches and pears and pineapple. Um, even fun things like Skittles and milk duds and ice cream can be freeze dried too. And you can have those kinds of things out on the table for your grandkids to come pull from or, or your kids or their friends and things like that too. Boy, we're going to explore all kinds of ideas that you can do with your uh, home freeze dryer from Harvest Right today. And when you were talking about, you know, the family can buy it and all the kids can use it. My kids are always coming. Uh, Dad, can we borrow the ladder? No. <laughs> but I imagine a lot of, a lot of moms and dads, Kids coming over, mom and dad, can we use the freeze dryer? Well, mom and dad want their kids to sure, get food sure, stores. Yeah. They want their kids to have a great camping and backpacking yeah, meals, yeah. those kinds of things. All right, let's talk about the deal. So you're upping the sale today, and you already have got a great Christmas sale going on. Right. But people listening today, if they call in, do not do they have to buy it today? Don't have to buy it today. By December 20th. Okay, by December 20th. You have to 20th, call. Okay, you get to an additional $200 off. And are we going to do the uh, hourly drawing? Yeah, we are. So, yeah, every hour, so in about... 30, 40 minutes, we're going to give away $100 worth of freeze-dried food. It's a great pack, scalp potatoes and ham, chicken fettuccine alfredo, bananas, apples, pineapple, peaches, raspberries, strawberries, blackberries, and ice cream. So uh -huh. call in. We're just having fun with it. No obligation at all. Just say, hey, I want to be in the drawing for the for the price. Holidays are underway right now at Harvest Right. Give them a call. We'll be here until 7 o'clock tonight. An hourly drawing for $100 worth of freeze-dried food, 801-436-8776. That's Harvest Right, 801 Four three six eight seven seven six. Give them a call right now. Here's Scott with the news update. Thanks, Rod. The radio, your music, your stations and podcasts, anytime, anywhere. I Heart Radio. All right, welcome back to the Rod Catch Show on this uh, very sunshiny, beautiful Thursday afternoon on the outside. On the road today, broadcasting live from Harvest Right. Better than Black Friday today at Harvest Right. They've already got some fantastic sales on their home freeze dryers right now, but they're adding an additional. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. $200 off 
their already reduced prices. Find out more by giving them a call right now at 801-436-8776. That's Harvest Right, 801-436-8776. Well, if you were listening to the show late yesterday, um, we had the head of the uh, Salt Lake Restaurant Association on the air talking about the impact of the, of the state's new DUI law, which, by the way, goes into effect on New Year's Eve. Utah will have the stiffest uh, DUI law in the country. The blood alcohol content level will drop from 0.08 down to 0.05. A lot of people are very concerned about it, but there's also an effort to get underway right now to get the word out about it and to help people have a very safe holiday. Joining us on our newsmaker line to talk about it right now is Scott Beck, president and CEO of Visit Salt Lake. Scott, how are you? Welcome to the show. Doing well, Rod. Thank you. It's, it's always good to chat with you. Scott, let me ask you, um, what are you doing to get the word out, folks, that if you want to uh, kind of party hardy come New Year's Eve, you better better be mindful of the new DUI law? <laughs> well, I think we're doing everything from uh, traditional uh, outdoor billboard advertising to a really, I think, uh, progressive and, and uh, pretty appealing social, ca- uh, social campaign. Um, we've also got everything from beer coasters and restaurants. Um, to blog posts, you just uh, you name it, and uh, we're going to be telling people that they can enjoy themselves um, and and be safe at the same time. How big of a challenge is it going to be to get the word out? Do you think, Scott? Well, I think it's a challenge to get a positive word out, and that was really the yeah. focal point <laughs> as we as we reached out to this coalition. Was how can we kindly and and in a, in a real hospitable, you know, authentic Utah sort of hospitality fashion tell people. Um, that uh, there's going to be a change. And so um, there was obviously a lot of press um, around uh, the legislation when it happened, um, and most of that press was, was not really positive. So I, I, I think um, as, as we do in this business, we know, we know how to tell people where they can get a really good meal, where they can have a really nice experience in an overnight accommodation, and, and we're going to use those tools to let people know that they can continue to enjoy themselves, and there's a lot of options for uh, someone else to drive them home. Scott, with this new law, how are people going to find out now how much they actually can drink <laughs> before they're over the limit? Well, I think um, <laughs> the ta- the, what we're trying to tell people is if you're going to drink, have a plan. Um, uh, you know, 0.05 is, is, a, is a change. Um, uh, Colorado and, and New York both have laws that, that started 05 with impairment, not quite as, as stringent as, as our 0.05 uh, um, uh, law will be, but I think for us, it's 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 not so much how to tell if you've been drinking, but if you're going to go out, enjoy yourself, um, plan on in, in enjoying all of the great microbrews we have here, and, and have a plan to have someone else drive you home. Are are the the restaurant owners and the bar owners, Scott? Do you think ready for some grumbling, which I imagine they're going to hear? <laughs> Um, you know, I'm not sure that they might hear the grumbling. Um, I think what we're trying to say is uh, to be a good host, um, you always want to let people know um, what to expect. And so mm-hmm. we want to make sure that people that, that might think, you know, I can handle two or three beers and be just fine. Um, we want to let people know that our, our law has changed. Um, but again, with a lot of great oppor- opportunities with ride share and public transportation, you can have an alternative way, way to get home. So I, 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 I am optimistic enough that I don't think it's going to be the restaurants that take the brunt. I think if, if, if what we're trying to avoid is to make sure someone's not caught off guard by the change. How much has uh, ride sharing with Uber and Lyft, uh, how much has it helped out in this situation, do you think, Scott? I think it's been enormous. Um, if you look at the growth uh, in just this past year of 
of the restaurant industry, uh, specifically in downtown Salt Lake. Um, you know, this is a $300 million industry in downtown Salt Lake. And, and I think the ability to have, have this incredibly efficient, um, very affordable option to have someone take you back to your home, I think it, I think it helps a lot. I, I also am a firm believer that it, it helps with airport transportation, with people going to their friend's house on weekends, with people that need to go to a doctor's appointment. It's a very affordable, very, very approachable form of transportation. Can you be picked up driving one of those little e-scooters if you're above the uh, DUI <laughs> limit, Scott? Well, if you're I wondered about that. <laughs> if you're following the rules, you shouldn't be on the scooter if you're impaired either, nor can <laughs> you put two people on the rod. I don't think that's really advisable either. <laughs> no, it's probably not the safe thing to do, Scott. Scott, thank you. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you, and thanks for your time. Likewise, Rod. Thanks for all you do. All right, that's Scott Beck, President and CEO of Visit Salt Lake, talking about efforts underway to educate the public as they get ready to celebrate the holidays and the new DUI law that we have here in the state of Utah. I was just wondering, you know, if you don't want to drive the car, just grab one of those electric scooters and see how far you can get before you get picked up. Are they even out? I think they are in downtown Salt Lake. Despite the cold weather, I think they're still out. All right, more coming up on the Radar Catch Show. Steve Moore, Chief Economist with the Heritage Foundation, will join us. We'll talk about the stock market, have things, the craziness, on Wall Street, finally bottomed out for the year. We'll talk to Steve about that coming up next as we continue with our live broadcast from Harvest Right. Find out about the great savings they've got for you right now on a home freeze dryer. Just give them a call, 801-436-8776. More coming up on the Rod Arquette Show. This is... Call 801-443-7700. That's 801-443-7700. Any hour services. Arquette Show on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. How would you like to win $100 of freeze-dried food from Harvest Right? You can do that right now. All you do is have to get on the phone and give them a call because every hour today as we broadcast live here from Harvest Right, they are giving away $100 worth of freeze-dried food. Now, when you call, also inquire about some great savings that they've got on their home freeze-dryers. This is better than Black Friday. Now, they've got already some great discounts on their freeze dryers, well, they're upping the ante an additional $200 on the already reduced prices today, but you need to call them before we wrap things up at 7 o'clock tonight. So give them a call right now here at Harvest Right, 801-436-8776. That's Harvest Right. All right, um, the stock market, boy, it has been up and down for the past couple of weeks. J you know, investors jittery about what's going on with the economies around the world, jittery about the uh, trade war with China right now that is taking place, even though there was apparently some movement on coming up with a deal last night. Um, Steve Moore, who we usually talk to in the uh, third hour of the show, has agreed to join us earlier today because I want to talk about the market, I want to talk about China, and what's going on. Steve, of course, chief economist at the Heritage Foundation. Steve, um, the market, someone said today, that the uh, the nervousness on the market has about bottomed out and things should settle down a little bit. What's your take on what the market is and where it is right now, Steve? Yeah, well, look, I think there's a, co a couple of reasons why the uh, stock market is jittery. One is the obviously the China trade situation, which is a 
really difficult thing to, to predict. I mean, we got 80 days to get this thing solved. Uh, the ball's in China's court. I think China, by the way, I think Trump made some real progress last night where, you know, China agreed to uh, reduce their tariffs on our autos. By the way, they had a 40% tariff on our autos. How wow. ridiculous wow. is that? Wow. And then also that they agreed to buy more of our soybeans and agricultural products and some of our petroleum products. So that's a start. Uh, it suggests that maybe Trump has a, uh, has the, uh, you know, uh, got the uh, Beijing government a little bit frightened, and that is uh, that is all really um, good news. Steve, let's talk about uh, China. Do you do you sense we'll get to an agreement here fairly soon? Because you you and I have talked over the past several weeks. They are tough customers to deal with, and you know we've heard about can we trust them and everything. How difficult are these negotiations with China? Very difficult. Very difficult. Uh, I talked to. Uh, well, I, th- I saw the president on Tuesday at the at the White House, and we chatted a bit about this and. You know, he said he, he was very confident, by the way, that he's going to win. And he felt that uh, it was very likely that he was going to pull off a victory here. But he said it's, you know, very difficult. There's a very, the uh, Chinese are very difficult to pin down. And, uh, you know, he, he believes that there's a lot of abusive behavior on the part of the Chinese. And, and who could deny that? Uh, and so this is not going to be easy. No, I don't think it's going to get done anytime, you know, real soon. I think it could take. You know, in other words, I don't think it's going to get done before Christmas or before New Year's. But I think, you know, sometime I, I do think the Democrat, the, the Democrats, the Chinese <laughs> will come forward with a deal um, before that uh, that uh, uh, ninety day, um, you know, reprieve yeah. is up because they can't afford to have a twenty five percent tariff on all their goods. Steve, what does he want, and what do you think he'll get at this point? Too early to say. <sighs> I don't think he's going to get everything he wants, but I think, well, look, he wants them to buy a lot more of American products, right? He wants them to open up their markets to us, which they should do. It's in their interest and our interest. Um, he wants them to stop the, uh, you know, the, the espionage that's going on and the cyber, the cyber security issues with respect to China. Uh, and then he wants them to stop stealing our intellectual property. And and uh, now they've said that they're going to do. They've they've said that they were passing a new law to punish the offenders of uh, you know the, the people who violate the law on intellectual property. But I, I don't I don't know if we can really believe them. So this is a very tough process. It's not easy. But Trump is fighting the good fight. I do think w- when he gets a deal, I think he's going to get a deal within 90 days. I I put the probability maybe 65 percent. Then I think the stock market's going to love it. I think you're going to see a big increase in the stock values and a big boom in the real economy. The other thing that's going on, of course, is the Fed meets, I believe, next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, here we are a week before Christmas. I'm going to take the punch bowl away again. <laughs> you know, so uh, they're talking about raising rates. And I, I, you know, the president in our meeting was very critical of the Fed, very critical. And he said, look, they're. They're not accommodating my economic growth policies, and they they are uh, they are taking growth out of the economy. And I happen to agree with them. I, I think they're way too tight. I think it's the other reason. When you ask me why is the stock market so jittery, I think there's a lot of nervousness about what the Fed is going to do. Well, and and why, Steve? Why are they so concerned? Because none of the none of the numbers out there that you see every day and that I can take a look at as well indicate that inflation is running rampant throughout the country. Well, that's the point, right? There yeah. is no inflation. In fact, I'd make the case to you in a lot of areas. Look at the oil price. Look at what's happening to the price of commodities, wheat, cotton, soybeans. They're falling in price. There is no uh, you know, real inflation. In fact, if anything, we have deflation. And that's the whole point is, look, if you've got a deflationary environment, why in the world are you raising rates? And if anything, they should be cutting them. 
and providing more. What's going on here is there's a big um, demand for dollars around the world because our economy is doing so well. The rest of the world isn't doing very well. And so everybody wants dollars, and yet the Fed isn't providing the dollars out there to accommodate the demand. And that's driving up the value of the dollar, and it's driving down commodity prices. And that's a negative for the economy. If I were running the Fed, I would not be raising rates, and I hope they don't. Uh, boy, what a way to – they would be the Grinch who stole Christmas if they did that. <laughs> what do you make of what we've seen going on the last couple of weeks in, in France with the rioting and what Macron had done and also with the Brexit vote in the U.K.? What's going on in Europe, Steve? Well, I mean, the, 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 there's a lesson what's happening in Paris, which is, you know, there is a big, big tax revolt going on in Paris. Uh, among the, and by the way, it's the French blue-collar workers and the French truckers who have to pay those 5 and $6 a gallon gasoline prices. Macron says, well, we have to do this because we've got to worry about global warming. And people say, look, you know, I'm not paying $6 a gallon you know, to try mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. stop global warming when, you know, what's happening in China and India and all these other countries, you know, there's no way, you know, the people of Paris are going to stop global warming, just like there's no way the United States can stop global warming if it's happening. It it has to come from the countries that are burning the most carbon in the environment, and that's the, that's these poorer countries like China and India. And so uh, this, here's my point. If you think that, uh, you know, all of these green policies are so great here in the United States, are you willing to pay $6 a gallon gasoline for it? Because that's where we're headed. We're, you know, a lot of the liberals want to send us uh, very much in the same direction that France has gone. And we see what has happened there. What about the U.K. and Brexit? Uh, Steve, where do you see this ending up right now? Why is this taking so long? Yeah, I mean, good question. You know, it's ridiculous. I mean, this, this uh, Brexit passed well over couple of years ago, and here we are two, three years later, and they still don't have an exit plan, and they can't figure this out. Europeans, it's almost like, you know, it's the Hotel California. You can check in, but you can't check out. <laughs> and so they're not allowing the Brits out of the EU. We want them out of the EU so we could get a free trade deal with them. And so um, I think the problem is that they just, they're not, it's not been handled well, the exit strategy. It should have been done a long time ago. The British citizens voted on this. They want out. Uh, and yet there's so some holdup in the British government and in the EU and Brussels that they're not letting them out. And that's against the whole, you know, sovereignty issue that really brought this about. You know, as I said, once they do have an exit, and it looks like, I don't know, it's, it changes all the time, but I think Theresa May is going to be fine. Uh, and I think eventually this is going to go smoothly. They're going to exit. And then let's have a U.S. Uh, With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Uh, Great Britain free, tr- free trade deal, which would be both countries would greatly benefit from. 
On our Newsmaker line, Steve Moore with the Heritage Foundation, also a uh, contributor on CNN, talking, he joins us every week, by the way, but talking about the uh, stock market and what's going on with Europe and uh, the White House getting ready for a democratically-controlled House. Could we see some tax increases next year? Well, we'll talk about that with Steve as well in the coming weeks. All right, we are broadcasting live today from Harvest Rate. Always great to be here, especially during the holidays right now, because, Matt, as you've been saying today, even better than Black Friday. How do you make it even better? Wow, better than you're right. Better than Black <laughs> Friday. So now's the time to get a freeze dryer with Christmas coming. Um, and we didn't mention in the in the last spot that these are new models, new freeze dryers. Yep, they're Looking faster. At a couple of them. Oh, Looking there's at a couple of them. They're smaller. They're faster. They're easier to use. They're amazing how fast they'll freeze dry food. And customers love that because they can freeze dry leftovers that would otherwise end up in the trash. You know, leftover lasagna, leftover smoked turkey or ham or um, breakfast foods. Mm-hmm. Anything you can mm-hmm. eat, you can. Freeze freeze dry it it becomes amazing food storage that will last up to 25 years or a great camping and backpacking meal or a meal just on a night when you don't want to cook if you want to have thanksgiving dinner uh, pull out your mashed potatoes and gravy your turkey your stuffing you've got thanksgiving dinner and so people love to get the freeze dryers right now but the biggest thing is is it'll pay for itself within six to eight weeks of use you get a freeze dryer you use it regularly it'll pay for itself fast well and you were telling me speaking of faster uh, what, uh, last night or the, a couple of days ago, you put some apples in to be freeze-dried. Normally, it'd take a little bit longer, but how quick was it oh, with the new freeze-dryer? So fast. I did a batch of apples and pears, mm-hmm. put, them in, put them in last night, and in the morning, they were done. Really? I mean, because normally we talk about what you've always mentioned usually about 24 hours you know about a day now we're flying often we're a lot faster than that so depending on what you freeze dry the cool thing is the freeze dryer is smart and it knows when it's done so it becomes so easy to use it's so easy um people you know we like to say it's even grandma uses her freeze dryer because it's so easy for her to use it you know because lots of times we're not technologically sound when we're older but grandma can use it she loves it press start let it do its thing in 20 you know she's and her food just freeze dries and takes care of itself why did you look at me when you said that grandpa can freeze dry too rod (laughs) all right let's talk about the savings what have we got yeah we've got a drawing and we've got savings so you don't have to buy it today but if you call in um, we'll put your name on a list and if you decide to get a freeze dryer by december 20th you're going to get an extra $200 off already Christmas sale pricing. So we have a Christmas sale happening right now. You'll get an extra $200 off that price if you buy by December 20th. Um, but beyond that, here in about 10 minutes, we're doing a drawing for $100 worth of freeze-dried food. There's no obligation, but if you call in, you'll be entered to win that drawing, and it is a great prize. Um, a couple of meals, great meals, scalloped potatoes and ham, chicken fettuccine Alfredo, but then you're going to get blackberries, raspberries, blueberries, strawberries, um, pineapple, ice cream. It's a great prize. So just call in. We're having fun with it. Um, there's no obligation. Great way to find out how good the food is because it is really good when it is freeze-dried with a freeze-dryer from Harvest Right. So give them a call right now. Get in on that drawing. Like I said, we'll do a winner every hour, but we've got about, what, 10, 15 minutes for the first winner to be announced. So call them right now, 801-436-8776. That's 436-8776. All right, let's get news update. Here's Scott. Thank you, Rod. Grow your business with iHeart. Visit iHeartWorks.com. That's iHeartWorks.com. Scott may have mentioned this in his uh, newscast a moment ago. By the way, welcome back to the Rod Arcaccio Broadcasting Live from Harvest, right? Let's see, you've got about eight minutes right now if you want to give him a call and have a chance to win $100 
worth of freeze-dried food from Harvard Strike. We're going to announce a winner here in a few minutes. But get on the list for the 4 o'clock hour, and we'll do it 5 o'clock and 6 o'clock as well. 801-436-8776. That Harvest Right, 801-436-8776. Now, Scott was mentioning a moment ago about America's attitudes about climate change. You know there's a consensus among some scientists, not all scientists, that climate change is real. But how do Americans feel? Well, a new Reuters poll out, it was released today, shows a uh, growing percentage of Americans viewing climate change as an imminent threat being caused mainly by humans. The poll found that 35% of U.S. adults now see global warming as an imminent threat. That number is up from 32%, few percentage points higher than in 2017. 57% of the people believe global warming is caused by human activity or mostly human activity. All right, time now for entertainment news. Major Hollywood news. All right, let's check in with AJ from 97.1 ZHD back with us today. Talk about entertainment news. What's going on, man? How are you, sir? We are fantastic. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. That was easy. You know, got to gotta, gotta keep everything yep. in check there for you. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Thank you. The LDS Church, Mormons in general, very unhappy with the Deadpool poster that is causing yeah. a ruckus <laughs> on the internet. I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. 35,000 people signing a uh, petition, petition saying that it is religious discrimination. Well, they're getting they're getting the attention. They are. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres saying she may leave. She may be done with television at the end of 2020. And no, that would she's, be... just trying, she's, she's just trying to get more money. Well, the contract's not up till the end of 2020, so she's, yeah, she's yeah. starting She's just early. trying to get a little bit more money. But, you know, yep. she's been doing the show since, like, 2003. So you can't really? do it for. I, I think yeah. Oprah did no. her show for like 18 years, so yeah. or maybe it was 28 years. I don't remember how long it was, but it's been a while since she's been on television. So there you go. Oprah. But how long have you been? How long have you been doing radio? Since 98. Okay, uh-huh. that's a that's a long time, right? Yeah, but I've don't, been doing it much longer than that. I have. I don't make a million. And with the dollars. amount of money that they pay you to do your radio right. show every day, right? If I could only I mean, get I, Ellen money, then I could make that decision. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we'd all be in that Seacrest is the guy we all need to have a radio conversation yeah, hey, about. Amen. He does. Yeah, amen. Now, people don't know this. He does the Kelly live with uh, Kelly and, and Ryan from New York. Yep. He is on live for that show while still hosting his Los Angeles morning show on radio. Okay. How does he do that? Exactly. During breaks? I, I have no idea. Wow. What. But people, people in L.A., I don't even think really get that. Like, they can't even fathom that. Anyway, wow. uh, 25, uh, 25th annual Screen Actors Guild nominations are in, and the verdict says that uh, Star is Born is going to clean up like it will everywhere else. Bradley Cooper. Lady Getting Gaga. a lot of attention. Yeah, Getting she, a lot of attention. That movie. Another movie. Yeah. Go ahead. Another movie is getting a lot of attention is Eastwood's new movie, The Mule. And he looks, my wife says every time she sees that promo for that, for that the, the trailer on TV, she says, yeah, he yeah. looks dead. Like well, he looks like he's, yeah, well, he, but I mean, like they made him look bad for that movie too. <laughs> I mean, there's there's looking good, and then there's looking old, and then there's looking old. To, like you know, makeup and stuff can make people look older. I think they did it on purpose for him too. Wow. They One critic said it's his best movie in two years. Yeah, I can't wait. It looks really good. It really does. Yeah. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. The soundtrack is coming out on vinyl. Uh, oh, A Star wow. is Born was another soundtrack available on vinyl this year and sold quite well. 
And then this headline will shake you to your core, Rod. Okay. Keith Richards says he is done with drinking. <laughs> he is quote unquote. Well, I can understand that. I can understand that. His body doesn't need any more. <laughs> but it's full of formaldehyde already. So there's yeah, the, but he, he says, doesn't need any more. He says, quote, I'm fed up with drinking. He says being sober has apparently had a very positive effect. We're weaving <laughs> a lot more conscientiously now when we play. The guy, I don't know if it, I, I saw a quote from him or a, a clip from him. Like, I don't remember whether it was on like Entertainment Tonight or something recently. And he's got the Ozzy Osbourne thing on. <laughs> uh, you just got to love Richard. Not many brain cells left. <laughs> he's crazy. God bless him. You got to love him. All right. Talk to you tomorrow, Stay man. Much. All right, more coming up on the Rod Arquette. You won't believe this story coming out of California about a dad who spanked his seven-year-old. Get ready Hello, for it, folks. Thanks. Say the keyword retirement help for a free visit with Decker Retirement Planning to learn more. Must be 55 years or older and have at least 300000 of investable assets to qualify. Canaras News, sponsored by 44 Magnum Beef. I'm Scott Seeger. Good evening. It's 5.02. The wife of South Salt Lake Police Officer David Romrell, who was hit and killed by a car driven by a fleeing burglary suspect, is speaking for the first time at this hour. South Salt Lake Police say Liz Romrell is making a few comments, but will not take any questions. A teacher at Hillcrest High School is on paid administrative leave, accused of sexual misconduct with a student. Jeff Haney, spokesman for the Canyon School District, says an investigation is underway. The internal investigation that is happening is, uh, has been ongoing for about a week. The teacher was placed on leave on December 6th. Haney says, uh, could not say rather what the allegations are. Unified police say they are investigating a teacher for multiple incidents of misconduct. Law enforcement in Utah say it appears dozens of bomb threats around the state are a hoax. Threats were received from Park City to West Valley to Cache County to Dixie Uni State University in St. George. Some buildings were evacuated, but officials say no bombs were found. Similar threats were made around the country today. Former Vice President Joe Biden telling students at the University of Utah money is a hollow goal. Biden spoke at Kingsbury Hall as part of the Muse or My U Signature Project. One of the things he told the audience is, to, is that to just make money to make money as opposed to trying to benefit society. I just don't get it. This student waited in line to see him. He's done so much. He's done so much service. He's such an inspiration. Biden says the promise he made to his son Bo was to stay engaged which he says gave him purpose to be part of the moonshot to find a cure for cancer. Vivint Smart Home Arena being ranked eighth most unsanitary professional sports arena in the country by an, a report by ESPN. The network's Outside the Lines program reviewed over 16,000 food safety inspection reports at 111 professional sports facilities in the U.S. and Canada. Vivint had an average of 1.43 high-level violations per inspection compared to an average of 2.7. KNRS News at the top and bottom of the hour and anytime at KNRS.com. Scott, why do I think that Mama Miller is not very happy with that ESPN uh, report? Uh, you know, I would not be very <laughs> thrilled. You know, because they really did upgrade a lot of the food court uh, stuff when they remodeled oh, that really whole nice, place. Yeah. And, but to have something like that come out, and I wonder how current it is. Now, that's a good point. So we're which one, by the way? Do you know what the worst one? Which one? No, I didn't. Find, I didn't, it, see it, that. didn't, didn't find the worst arena. But we rank as the eighth, eighth worst when it comes to sanitary conditions. Yeah, yeah. Wow. An average of 1.43 violations per inspection. Wow. Yeah.
Not yeah, good. Mama Miller, yeah, Mama Miller's not going to be happy with that one at all, Scott. <laughs> no, nope. I guarantee you that. Yep. All right, Scott, thank you. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Rod Arquette Show, broadcasting live today from Harvest Right. Interested in a great, great family gift for the holidays? How about a home freeze dryer from Harvest Right? Give them a call right now at 801-436-8776. And as a matter of fact, every hour today during our three-hour broadcast, we're giving away $100 of freeze-dried food. You just have to call in. Matt, We have a, do we have a winner for the 4 o'clock hour? We've got a winner. So the first winner today is Paul Fulgham. Paul, congratulations. You just won a $100 prize. It is scallop potatoes and ham, a great meal, chicken fettuccine alfredo, um, blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, raspberries, pineapple, ice cream. So congratulations. We'll uh, get in contact with you, Paul, but uh, you can come in and pick that up from us. Oh, that's great. Now, people who called in at 4 o'clock didn't win. We're doing another drawing in the 5 o'clock hour. Do they need to call in again? No. Nope, or is their name already on the list? Their name's still in drawing. And, yeah, we're going to do that drawing again in 45 minutes. So if you haven't called in to, to get in on this fun drawing, call in. We're just having some fun with it today. All right. 801-436-8776. 801-436-8776. Now, a while ago, we were talking about the new DUI law that's about to take effect here in the state of Utah, dropping the blood alcohol content level from .08 to .05. Another issue that law enforcement is going to have to deal with in the coming years, Utah's new medical marijuana bill and how they enforce it and what they're going to do about it. Well, there was an article today that the outgoing sheriff up in Weber County, who's a good friend of the show, uh, has expressed some concern that law enforcement wasn't involved in the original discussions when it came to put the, putting this new bill together. On our newsmaker line right now is Jess Anderson. He is the uh, commissioner of public safety for the state of Utah. Commissioner, thank you for joining us. Um, first of all, let me ask you, is law enforcement ready for this new Medical Cannabis Act? Well, I think so. Um, you know, and that's the aspect to, to, to understand here is the fact that it is medicinal use. And, and so as we've taken an approach on this entire bill and this process is really looking at... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com making sure that we understand what that now precludes for us as law enforcement and what is enforceable and what is not enforceable, understanding and having uh, given respect to the medicinal purpose for what it was intended. Commissioner, I know, and you've probably seen stories out there today about some members of law enforcement who feel they maybe should have brought, been brought into the discussion on this uh, new act uh, while it was being put together. Does, uh, should it have been, do you think? Well, I can tell you that um, that is not entirely lost. Uh, lost. It, 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 uh, we were early on in the process when I know that this was after the initial uh, initiative was passed, and then 
and then the compromise solution was being brought forward. Um, after that uh, initial language was then drafted, we were actually, I was contacted and brought to the table with the governor's office, working with and through the governor's office, who they, of course, were um, right at the table for the compromise. And so understanding that, how that went about, um, and I understand also not all law enforcement entities probably understand the process of that or what exactly happened, but uh, we did as a group actually gather together as the Department of Public Safety, as the uh, Chiefs Association, the Chief of Police, as well as the Sheriff's Association, as well as the Prosecutor's Association. I brought all those entities to the table uh, in a meeting that we had after we could tell and see what this draft language was going to be, to which they, even then the governor's office asked for that to happen and for us to be able to give some input. So we did, in fact, have some input as to some of the uh, languages of policy that uh, directed some of the language that was important that got into this bill. And so not entirely the fact that the, that, that was that we were at a loss there. Uh, in fact, we, we did provide input and, and participated in that during the process. And I know that some of that actually, uh, that language was considered and actually got adopted into it. What were, um, it, how would you characterize some of your main concerns you had with this as these discussions went on and you had some input here? And were those concerns addressed, do you think, in this Medical Cannabis Act? Yeah, so I can tell you a couple of the main concerns. One of them, quite simply, was even the background check process. And so we as a law enforcement entity, and especially through the Department of Public Safety, which we have the, the, the Bureau of Criminal Identification, BCI, who's in charge of and oversees all that background uh, process. There's certain language that has to be met through the FBI to be able to even consider, let alone be able to be recognized. And so that was, uh, we were, were, were bound by that. That language was not in there before. We were actually able to get that language in there to be so that we were in compliance with the background process. Otherwise, uh, that background process would have been flawed. Uh, another issue I can tell you that, um, you know, as we met as a law enforcement entity was to even to address what is uh, known as the affirmative defense uh, language. And, and so if someone in simple possession or um, even without a card was a little bit problematic. In fact, that would have been an affirmative defense. And so we addressed that and were able to, uh, to address the language on exactly what that should look like and what it could look like so that it does not put law enforcement officers in a compromising situation and especially our prosecutors when it comes to the fact of affirmative defense. So that within itself would allow anybody who does possess or have medicinal purposes of marijuana on their possession to then also be able to produce or at least have that card or prescription from the doctor or their, their license when, when those come available. Uh, without that having to be proved otherwise by a law enforcement to prove that that person was in fact in the right. So that that uh, puts a little bit of the onus back onto the individual to make sure that for medicinal reasons they can prove that to the law enforcement as they are approached on it. Do you feel, uh, Commissioner, with this act that there's um, enough teeth in this act uh, that it will protect the general public here in the state of Utah from uh, the marijuana industry. Is there enough in there to protect the general public? As it is intended for the medicinal use and as, as that is, as the bill is drafted, 
it, yes. Uh, we have enough um, parameters in place to be able to govern the licensing, those who are to be in possession of, and, and those who are going to be allowed to, one way or another, have a license, several different licenses that are, that are associated with this, but from the production to the transportation to the to you, all the way through the process, to, all the way down to the end user of it. As it is intended, and as these systems come online, given it here in the next two years, as we meet those deadlines, and as we we fully and in, in, I think we fully in, uh, are able to be able to enact and mm-hmm. enable us to be able to do our job exactly as as the bill intends. So, yeah, I'm confident with where we're at with it, uh, knowing that uh, this is just a new it's a new phase of of what the state has taken here and compared to what law enforcement has always been taught and seen in the past the thing of it is is we just we do accept that we understand where it's at the people have voted on it and now we we must also though be able to um be able to apprehend or at least uh, uh the, the part of the criminal element of that is the people that want to abuse it in any other nefarious ways that's what we're concerned about, but I think we're able to do that through the, through the, through the legal process still. All right, on our Newsmaker line, that is the uh, Commissioner of Public Safety here in the state of Utah, Jess Anderson, talking about uh, getting ready for Utah's Medical Cannabis Act. All right, more coming up on the Rod Arquette We're going to talk about this bizarre story out of California where a state lawmaker was arrested for spanking his child. We'll give you all the details, and you can hear from him as he talks about it. Coming up, we'll get your reaction to it as well. We are on the road today broadcasting live from Harvest Right. We've already given one lucky listener $100 worth of freeze-dried food. And, Matt, we need another winner this hour, so people need to call, right? You got it. In about 45 minutes, we'll do another drawing for for a winner who's going to get a great pack, a great prize of $100 worth of freeze-dried food. And, you know, the thing about that food is it's so good. We love it when our customers call in so excited because – Man, I just had smoked turkey or smoked chicken or a brisket, and I rehydrated it, and it was just like fresh. We had someone just tell us it was better than fresh. It was even more tender when I rehydrated it. Um, We love it when our customers call in and tell us, I just went camping and backpacking and had lasagna, and I had chicken fettuccine alfredo, and it was our home-cooked meal that we rehydrated, and it came right back to fresh. We even had customers who... We're in hurricanes in the south, you know, mm-hmm. in Houston yeah, yeah, and Florida yeah. and things like that, who said Thanksgiving Day came. I was still living out of a trailer, but I had Thanksgiving dinner because I had freeze-dried it the year before. We had turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, and stuffing, and it made what would have otherwise been a downer moment, something really kind of fun for us. So the fun part about getting a freeze-dryer, you know, the practical thing, rather, is the practical thing is the food's going to last 20 years. It's going to taste fresh. It's going to be great. But the fun part is is Wow, how good does this food taste? Yeah, and, and you mentioned it. There was one, one phrase I heard, your home-cooked meals. These aren't prepared meals. These are recipes that you make at home and then freeze-dry. Right? Yeah, yeah. Leftovers. Well, so it's your home cooking. Yeah, or if you just go and buy, people will do crazy things. They'll go and buy Panda Express. They'll go get chow mein <laughs> and fried rice and teriyaki chicken and beef and broccoli and freeze dry it just because that's what they like. All right. <laughs> so you can even do crazy things like that too. All right, now Black Friday has come and gone. But you've decided to do something better than Black Friday. What are you doing today? Yeah, so we have a great Christmas special happening right now. And if you're listening to the Rod Arquette Show, you can get $200 better than our current Christmas special, which makes it better than Black Friday. Wow. And you don't have to buy it today, but if you call in, we'll put your name on a list. And if you decide to get a freeze dryer by December 20th, you're going to get that extra savings. All right, just give them a call right now. 
Also, by simply calling, you're in on the list to win $100 worth of freeze-dried food. So call Harvest Right right now, 801. And I mentioned 801 because they are a Utah-based company. The, the freeze dryers are built right here in the state of Utah, so support your local economy by giving them a call right now, 801-436-8776 for Harvest Right. All right, let's get news update again. Here's Scott. Thanks, Ron. Federal Car Radio, your music, your stations and podcasts, anytime, anywhere. Now, Matt just told me, hi, how are you, everybody? Welcome to the Rod Arquette Show. Uh, here on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listening, you'll know, broadcasting live from Harvest Right. Matt just shared this with me, and I didn't even think of it. Do you know you can freeze-drive, freeze-dry eggnog? Wow. Really? After you freeze-dry, what do you do? Cut up in little squares, Matt, or what do you do with it? His audio. Oh, there we go. <laughs> well, yeah. It'll, it'll just turn into a powder, and okay. you add a little water, and it comes right back to fresh. So people say, I want my eggnog in June. I don't want to only have it in December. Eggnog. They'll freeze dry it. Or it's kind of just a fun snack, too. You can just kind of pop it, um, <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah, I just love that. I love it. All right, welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show. As you can tell, we're on the road today broadcasting live from Harvest Right. All right, I want to get your reaction to this story today because my wife and I had a pretty good discussion on this this morning. It's a story about a California lawmaker. He was arrested on suspicion of child cruelty. And he says the allegations stem from spanking his seven-year-old daughter on Sunday night. Here's a little background on it. Democratic Assemblyman Joaquin Arambula, I believe is how the name is pronounced, said he spanked his daughter on Sunday night because she was acting up. And we all had kids who act up. They need a little discipline, right? Well, Aaron Bula said he believed his daughter went to school the next morning. She was angry because of the spanking that she got, and she told the teacher what happened. Well, the, he was arrested later that day after officials at the elementary school, it's called the Daily Elementary Charter School, noticed an injury on the child and had to report it to authorities. Um, uh, both Joaquin and his wife, Elizabeth, were interviewed by police, and he was arrested on misdemeanor charges of willful injury to a child. Now, he's a former emergency room doctor who was elected back in 2016. Uh, he has three daughters, three, six, and seven, with his wife, Elizabeth. All three of the daughters were taken away by Child Protective Services for two days, and they stayed with his parents. They were allowed to return to the family home on Wednesday. Are you kidding me, folks? Now, I understand. Now, I want to I, I let you hear. He did an interview with a local television station. And he talked about the impact that this had had him. And he sounded very contrite. He felt bad about, you know, spanking his daughter and what happened. But, you know, you know who runs that family now? It's his seven-year-old daughter. I mean, <laughs> if you think about it. You know, she controls the family. Listen to what the state assemblyman in California said about this incident and the relationship with his daughter. Is there something to be learned in all of this? Yeah, I always think there's a silver lining or some opportunity to grow from things that happen in our lives. I'm hopeful that this moment will allow us to reconnect and really bond with our daughter and mm -hmm. figure out how to talk with her with and her. connect with her. and and Hear let her. her know that she's both loved and heard and mm -hmm. respected and that we are parents and have a responsibility to 
make sure that she's raised in an appropriate way. Mm -hmm. And we're just trying the best we can, like every parent tries the best we, that we can. There, aren't, there is not an instruction manual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yet, my kids are amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud of the work that we've done together to help to raise them that I can't wait to see who they grow up to be. All right, now, is this guy a wimp or is it just me? <laughs> I mean, I understand he loved it. <laughs> Thank you, E-Ray, for that comment. Uh, <laughs> you know, I know he loves his daughter, and I understand that, and they want to bond with their children, but you're the parent. You're the mom and dad. You're the disciplinarian in that home. Now, I don't know the extent of her injury, you know, and apparently maybe it was a little bruise on her leg or something, and maybe he got a little carried away. I don't know. I highly, if he loves his children as much as he says he does, you know, he's not going to beat the living daylights out of that little girl. But if she's acting up, and how many of you have ever been around a child who kind of throws a hissy fit? I mean, they all do. And my wife and I, I was talking to my wife about this today and said, the state had better walk in the moccasins of this parent before they do anything about it. Why couldn't the school have simply picked up the phone and called the father and the mother and saying, hey, your daughter's here saying she was spanked and we noticed there's, you know, maybe a little bruise on her leg or her fanny from a spanking. I don't know if she was spanked with her, you know, pants off or pants on, whatever. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. You, you don't know, you know, and, I, and, and how did they see that? You're right, E-Ray. How would they know that? And why didn't they just pick up the phone, call the parents and say, now your daughter is telling us she's angry, she was spanked last night, she looks like she has a bruise or she's injured a little bit. Can you tell us what happened? Instead of contacting the state, who then contacts law enforcement, who then charges this guy with a misdemeanor, who him and his wife have to live without their two other children and their daughter who was banked for three days, you know, and he comes on and says, well, maybe we need to bond better and connect better with our daughter. Are you kidding me? Well, parents start being parents around here. And I'm not a big advocate of severe spanking. I got spanked when I was a kid. Not very often. My dad used what we called the Spock pinch. You know that thing on the shoulder where Spock from Star Trek would walk up and pinch your, and you, you ah, you know. We, that got our attention when, when our father did that. My wife says her mom would always make her go outside, out to a tree, grab a little branch, and that would be the switch that she would use on her daughter. And she'd barely tap her. She, you know, it scare the daylights out of her. And, you know, this, this to me just shows the, the, the government, the state, is now telling us how to be parents. 
and I just think it's ridiculous. 888-5708010, 888-5708010. On your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, can't wait to hear your phone calls. Coming up next on Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know. This zero eight hundred nine three zero seven eight three zero. Be one of thousands to proudly say I take red. Eight hundred nine three zero seven eight three zero. Arquette Show on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. All right, welcome back to the uh, Rod Arquette Show on the road today, broadcasting from Harvest Ride. How would you like to win $100 of freeze-dried food while at the same time getting some amazing savings on a home freeze-dryer? We're awarding $100 of freeze-dried food every hour tonight. We've already had one winner in the 4 o'clock hour. We've got another one coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Giving you right now, let's see, about 23 minutes right now to call in and get your name on that list. 801-436-8776 and find out more about these wonderful freeze dryers from Harvest Ripe. All right, his name is State Assemblyman Joaquin Arambula. He was arrested in California on Monday after officials at an elementary school noticed an injury on his 7-year-old daughter and reported it to authorities. Now, she was disciplined at her home on Sunday night, as the father and mom say she was acting out, and they need to bring a little discipline to the home. Well, it angered her, so she went to school and told her teachers. The teachers had officials look at it, the officials contacted police, and the assemblyman was arrested, and their children were taken away from them for three days. The state telling you how to be a parent. 888-570-8010. To the phones we go. Let's go to Kaysville and talk with Gary tonight. Gary, how are you, and welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, Rod? Good, thanks, uh, Gary. First of all, uh, yeah, I, I, I would say, first of all, the, the first rule of spanking is probably to leave no marks. So <laughs> the fact that he used marks is, is you know, may mean yeah. that he yeah. overdid it. And, you know, yeah. I don't condone abuse, so if it really was abuse, whatever. The next point is, if, if anybody's going to suffer for these kind of crazy policies, it should be the politicians themselves. So thank heavens it's a politician. I don't know if you said whether the guy was a Democrat or a Republican, but, but it, you know, passing these wacky laws, at least it's a politician that's suffering for it, right? And he, yeah, and it, he is, you know, by the way, Gary, he is, yeah, he is a Democrat, by the way. Yeah, good, good, good. Then they have to live by their own wacky policies, right? Yeah, it's kind of nutty, Gary. To me, when I heard this story, Gary, I said, the state is now telling this man how to be a parent, and the state has no right to do that. Yeah, the, I mean, these spanking laws, they've been coming up a long time, and, and they're wacky, right? Yeah, they are. And, they uh, yeah, are. you're telling a parent what they can or can't do, and then they swoop in, yank all the kids out of the family, because the government knows best, right? Yeah, right, right. All right, Gary, thank you. Appreciate your call. Let's go to Bryce and Layton and let uh, Bryce weigh in on this. What do you say, Bryce? Yeah, thanks for the, taking my call, Rod. Um, I just kind of doesn't surprise me very much that something like this would happen, uh, especially in California, but even, even to say, like, here in Utah. Uh, and the reason being is that... Uh, uh, I feel as if that we as parents have allowed the state to take a, away a lot of our rights as parents, even the even the simplest of rights, uh, such as uh, it. 
we are only afforded so many days per school year that we can allow our, that we can authorize our children to be uh, uh, out of school. We can excuse our children out of school. However, the state, the school district, has an indefinite number of days that they they are allowed to excuse your child from school, and as well as a, as a doctor. So uh, we have less rights than the school district or doctors in that matter. So. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Bryce. As I was thinking about this story, you know, if you think about it now, this seven-year-old girl controls her family because if her mom and dad get carried away again, she just goes back and says, hey, they did it again to me, and the kids could be taken away for an even longer period of time. Absolutely, and it's ridiculous. It sure is. All right, Bryce, thank you. Indianola, we're talking with Wade today on the Rod Arquette Wade, how are you, and welcome. Hey, how are you? I'm great, thank you. What do you think of this story, Wade? You know, I, I think it's just ugly because we're letting government, but we're letting school districts at that point raise our kids, and, and we wonder why there's there's a problem. And and the issue is, is, is sometimes a kid needs a good swap. And I'm not saying you should beat your kids by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think, you know, a kid needs discipline and a kid needs to you know, have some act right brought in their lives. And too many parents want cute kids, and they need to be raising good adults. You're right. You're right. And I don't think there's anything wrong whatsoever with discipline. And I think most parents, to be real honest, Wade, they know how far they can go nowadays. They understand it. Our parents were probably a little bit rougher on us than we would be on our own children today. But we still know the extent when it comes to discipline. And uh, I think parents should be the ones to determine that, not the state of California and certainly not the state of Utah or the federal government. I agree 100%. I think it's ugly. Yeah, it is. All right, Wade, thank you. I mean, think about this. Appreciate your phone call, Wade. And if you'd like to weigh in on this, 888-5708010, 888-5708010. On your cell phone, all you do is have to dial pound 250 and say, hey, run. I mean, think about this. The Trump administration, thank goodness for them, are now starting to roll back the stupid lunch rules that Michelle Obama had put into place about what you can eat. You can't eat chocolate milk because it's too fat. Really? Well, the, the Trump administration is now starting to roll those, those stupid rules back. We've got a story, and we'll talk about this to, on the, the show tomorrow, where there is a teacher in Virginia who has lost his job simply because he referred to a student who was a male last year, and it's now a female this year. Uh, she's trans, right? And he refused to use the appropriate pronouns when addressing her. You know, he said it went against his religious faith because he believes a male is a male and a female is a female. And he tried to compromise. He always made sure he called her or he or whatever she is or it is by her first name to avoid, you know, the pronoun use. Well, guess what? The school district found out about it. The student complained about it. The student's parents complained about it. And this man who's devoted his life to teaching is now out of a job. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. Let's go to Salt Lake and talk with Jordan. Jordan, how are you, and welcome to the show. Hey, I'm doing pretty good, Rod. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, Jordan. Now, I understand, Jordan, I have a note on here that your wife is a school psychologist. What what would she think of this story, do you think? Well, you know, there's there's always two sides of an issue, and um, sure. I hate to, you know, be the bad guy on this or, you know, play devil's advocate here, but... 
you know, the if, if a, a school official sees a bruise or a burn mark or a scar or anything, it is very, very often, at least in the schools that my wife is working at, it's very often the case that there's a lot more going on. And, you know, a little bruise can lead to them finding out that their father-in-law or their, or like, or their, uh, you know, stepdad is, is actually like physically abusing them, you know, raping them. Um, and they actually end up catching all of these really bad guys by just following these little hints and clues, you know? And so like I, while I do agree, like parents, you know, should have authority over their kids and, you know, the government should stay out. I think there's a point where, you know, like we've, we've got to follow clues and follow, you know, our due diligence and, you know, really see through things just to make sure that the child is safe and taken care of. Yeah, but Jordan, isn't there a way to see through it without involving the state and without involving police and having your children taken away from you for a few days and having to go through, I, w- I was following up on this story, they now have to check in in 30 days and they now have to seek therapy on this. I mean, isn't that going just a little bit too far? Well, you know, it could be, but if you think about just like any other abuse case of a husband beating a wife, you know, you can't just believe the husband's side and you can't just believe the wife's side. I mean, and when the child, you know, is, is you know, below 18, they can't really defend themselves as well as, you know, a full, you know, well-developed adult. You know, somebody has to stand in there and, you know, defend the child at least a bit. You know, we've mm, we've had yeah. at least in my wife's case, there's been a lot of parents who have said, "Oh no, there's there's nothing wrong. Like I treat my child just right." And then several weeks later, their like parent ends up in jail for, you know, abusing their child in horrendous ways. And so, I just think that you know a little bit of both sides should be heard, um, and that you know this this might be an outlier case, and this might be a great great father. But, you know, the system is there and it works for a lot of people and it helps a lot of children grow up to be, you know, great individuals. All right, Jordan, thank you. Appreciate your call and your thoughts on that. Appreciate appreciate that, Jordan. There is another side to the story. All right, more of your calls coming up. 888-570-8010, 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod. You know, it's always fun to come out to a harvest right and talk to the people about this this great home freeze dryer that they have and the benefits it provides to families, the money that people can save with family, because you always bring up this amazing figure about the amount of food, the value of the food that we throw away every year because it's just leftovers and we don't want to eat it anymore. Yeah, you're right. The average family throws away between 2500 to up to $3,700 of food each year. That's a lot of groceries. It's a lot of groceries. And so if you just take that food, if you just take that lasagna or that chicken and rice or that steak and potatoes or whatever it is you made for dinner, fajitas, tortilla soup, chicken noodle soup, whatever it was, bananas, um, apples, pineapple, and freeze-dry it, well, you'd either have amazing food storage that'll last up to 25 years, an amazing camping and backpacking meal, or a quick meal that you can just make one night. You know, you rehydrate that chicken noodle soup on a cold winter day, it's right back to fresh. You rehydrate that lasagna, it's right back to fresh. All those kinds of things. And so 
Um, freeze drying becomes a great way to save money. And if you freeze dry those leftovers rather than throwing them away, you're right. Your freeze dryer will pay for itself really fast. Is there any type of preparation that you have to do in advance before you begin the freeze drying process, Matt? Or do you just put the food on the trays and hit the go button? That's the beauty of freeze drying. You put it on the trays and press start. It's not like bottling and canning where it's a sweatshop. And you know, with freeze drying, you're going to keep all the nutrition in yeah, that that's food. That's another important point. When yeah. you bottle and can, you lose half the nutrition. And you could never bottle and can your lasagna or ice cream or, you know, chicken and rice. There's, it's just so limited. So when you freeze dry it, it's so much easier. You keep all the nutrition. The food's going to last up to 25 years, and it's going to taste fresh. You know, I remember the days my mom used to bottle, and it would take two or three days. The kitchen would be a mess. <laughs> she can't bottle eggnog. <laughs> and you can't she bottle eggnog. She can't bottle eggnog, eggnog no, she, or chocolate I milk. I don't think we ever tried that. But you can freeze dry chocolate milk or eggnog. <laughs> you can. Orange <laughs> juice, all these kinds of things. All right. Now, we've got a giveaway we're doing and great savings. Let's talk about both. Man. Yeah. So if you call in, we'll put your name on a list. And if you decide to buy that freeze dryer by December 20th, we're going to get you an extra $200 off of an already awesome sale that we're having for Christmas. So it's an extra $200 savings. Wow. And the prices have come down dramatically over the last two or three years, haven't they, man? Because of technology. Yeah, technology has improved. Prices have come down. One of these little freeze dryers is going to pay for itself in just a few months when you get one. All right. Now, tell me about this drawing because I'm looking at the clock. Yeah. We have 12 minutes before the top of the hour. What are you going to do for people who are listening and call in? Yeah, so in 12 minutes, we're going to give away $100 worth of freeze-dried food. It's a great pack, scalloped potatoes and ham, chicken fettuccine alfredo, blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, pineapple, and ice cream. So call in. We're just doing this for fun. There's no obligation, and we'll do that drawing in about 10 minutes. All right, all you do is have to call them right now at Harvest Right, 801-436-8776, 436-8776. Let's get a news update. Here's Scott. Thanks, Rod. The Widow Field, Cordell and Cordell, 910 West Legacy Center Way, Suite 120, Midvale, Utah, 84047. All right, welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show as we continue with our live broadcast from Harvest Right. Give them a call right now for your chance to win $100 worth of freeze-dried food, 801-436-8776. We're talking about the state assemblyman in California, who was arrested and charged with a misdemeanor for spanking his seven-year-old daughter because she was acting up on Sunday night. His daughter went to school and complained, and the kids were taken away from both him and his wife for a few days. Tammy is in Brigham City to talk about this tonight. Tammy, how are you? Welcome to the show. Good. Thank you for taking my call. I have two points that I wanted to make on this topic. The first is it's kind of ironic that they would want to address something as simple as spanking by putting more trauma on the child by removing her from her family and potentially mm -hmm. exposing her to more abuse. There are, yep. there are kids in the state system who are perpetrators themselves. Who knows what could have happened to that little girl in the three days that the state had her. And then the, the second point I wanted to make is I, I understand the previous caller's desires to give a voice to the children um, I've reported abuse before. It was a teenage girl, and I felt like she deserved to know that there were adults who had her back and and shared her voice. But there should be a method to the escalation that does not include automatically removing the child immediately and traumatizing them by having them stay in the environment with people they don't know. I think it should have started, if you're going to, to embrace the child care and concern that they might there might actually be something there 
then start out with putting them where they have a trusted adult that they connect with, like a family member. Yeah, that's a good point. Both good points, Tammy. Thank you. Let's go to Laura in Murray and see what Laura has to say on this. Laura, you've got about one minute. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I just wanted to share a story. When my son was older, um, he got much bigger than I did quickly, and I grounded him for two weeks, took away his bike, and he came to me one night, and he said, Mom, I know you were mad, but couldn't you just beat me and get it over with? Oh, wow. So <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe there, like the guy said, there's two sides to every story. So thinking yeah, sure um, yeah. isn't always the answer, but a child can come to school and say just about anything. So you, you probably should investigate both sides of the story. You're right, Laura. Thank you. Very good comment. Just beat me. I don't want to be without my bike. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate your phone call. I mean, how many of you have children? I have young grandchildren. The youngest, Deacon, has more bruises on his head because he runs into things. He's just a boy. He roughs things up. Should his parents be punished for child abuse? He's doing it to himself. He's fine. All right. The man behind the forgotten carols, Michael McLean, will join us next. On the Rod Arquette Show, a little bit later on, we'll talk with the Senate, the credibility, and the institution of the Senate. Is it fading away? That's coming up next. Hi, I'm Utah. Designers that you can't find anywhere else, all at a fraction of the price. I'm going back on DazzleMe.com tonight. KNRS News, sponsored by Matthew J. Story, attorney at law. I'm Scott Seeger. Good evening at 602. The widow of a South Salt Lake police officer is speaking publicly for the first time and thanking the community for the outpouring of support. David Romrell was hit and killed by a burglary suspect driving away from the scene. Liz Romrell says it's been the most challenging time of her life, but she has never felt alone. I've seen so many of you offer everything and anything you had to give even through the deep pain of your own grief and sorrow. I have noticed and admired each tender act of kindness. They were needed and comforted us more than words can explain. She says she and her young son Jackson will continue to make South Salt Lake their home. Law enforcement in Utah says it appears dozens of bomb threats around the state are a hoax. The threats were received from Park City to West Valley to Cache County to Dixie State University in St. George. The uh, bomb threats are similar to dozens made around the country today. The Harriman City Council slashing the mayor's salary and cutting his duties over more than $1,000 in money, the city says he got inappropriately. It comes after Mayor David Watts paid back the $1,200 following a contentious city council meeting. I will not be resigning. Um, I just want to make that clear uh, that uh, I do not feel uh, that I have done anything um, intentionally to be misleading or to damage the city. But the council voted to cut the mayor's salary by $10,000 and strip him of all boards and committee assignments. The Wildlife Bridge, aimed at reducing crashes between cars and animals on I-80 and Parley's Canyon, is now open for business. The overpass at Parley's Summit is 320 feet long and 50 feet wide. UDOT spokesman John Gleason says six miles of fencing will direct wildlife to the bridge. Even if they don't uh, instinctively know that they have to cross here, there's not a lot of other options options within six miles. 500, uh, the $5 million bridge will be off limits to people. KNRS News at the top and bottom of the hour and anytime at KNRS.com. Scott, please tell me there aren't signs on that fence that no. say, go this way. No, no. No, in fact, just before they opened it, there was a big moose uh, that uh, went by really? on, on the other side. He didn't go across the bridge, apparently, really? but uh, yeah. he was uh, checking it out. Maybe too many people on the other side. So.
Well, you've heard my theory, Scott, that someday there's going to be a big moose up there, right? Yeah. And people are going to stop to take a look at it and cause a big accident oh. on I-80. <laughs> on the bridge itself. <laughs> on the okay. bridge, yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, I just... Well, let's keep I our fingers crossed that. that that doesn't that, happen. Yeah. yeah, amen to that one. All right, Scott, thank you. Welcome back. Hour number three of the Rod Arquette Show, broadcasting live today from Harvest Right every hour. During today's show, we're giving away $100 of freeze-dried food from Harvest Right. Matt is back with us. Hour number two, our winner is, Matt. David Klingenberg. So, David, congratulations. You just won a great prize, $100 worth of freeze-dried food. Um, it's a great pack. Scalloped potatoes and ham, chicken fettuccine alfredo. You can rehydrate those meals, have them like fresh. And then blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, corn and peas, pineapple, and ice cream. So, congratulations. We'll reach out to you. And uh, we'll do this one more time today here in about 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, so the, And they need to – now, if they called in the 4 o'clock hour, 5 o'clock hour, their name has been drawn. They don't have to call again, right, Matt? Exactly. Yep. Yeah, we'll, their we'll, name's we'll, already there. Yep. But if you want to add and get in this hour, call them right now. Great chance to win, yeah. All right, 801-436-8776. That's at Harvest Right. All right, this is truly one of the great traditions that we have here in Utah when it comes to the holiday season. I'm talking about the Forgotten Carols, and I ran in – to Michael, oh, two or three weeks ago at an event, and we got talking about the Forgotten Carols and the years that he's put into this and the popularity of this, and I wanted to get Michael McLean on the show for a few minutes and talk about it. Michael, how are you, and welcome to the Rod Arquette Show. Great to have you on, Michael. Hey, it's great to be with you, Rod. Michael, I've always been intrigued by the title of this performance, The Forgotten Carols. Are these carols that we forgot about or carols that we shouldn't have forgot about. I mean, I've always wanted, been intrigued by the title, Michael. How'd you come up with that? Well, um, when I started working on the songs, it's a it's an interesting hybrid. It's a story. I wrote a book that had songs that accompanied this Christmas story, and it was about characters in the Christmas story that um, we don't really think about their point of view, like the innkeeper who turned away Joseph and Mary. And... Um, a shepherd that may have fallen asleep and missed the whole thing and had to decide if he was going to believe what he heard from other people. And it turns out that um, the story that I bring to life and have been doing every uh, Christmas season for 27 years is the story of these carols that I wrote, but they were based on people in the Christmas story who were very much like us. We're not bad guys. We're too busy, or we miss opportunities, or we forget what's really at the heart of the holiday. And so that's where Forgotten Carols came from. Michael, you've been doing it for long, what, 27, 28 years now, Michael. Is it a challenge every year to bring a fresh approach to it, to do something just a little bit different, Michael? Well, it's, it's part of the joy of it. Um, uh, the story stays the same, and yet making it fresh, in fact, even this year, um, after all these years we've been doing it, I um, I added a, a carol. Uh, one of the one of the beloved parts of the story, where this character Uncle John, who is the nurse that's caring for him, is convinced he's got a complete nut job because he keeps <laughs> insists he insists that he's two thousand years old and that he met all these characters and that each one of them had a carol and he's come to share them with this nurse who just hates the holidays well one of the scenes is where he talks about to her about his true love and um and has a 
a, a really tender moment where he dances in his mind with um, with this great woman that he loved way back in the day, if, if he's to be believed. And uh, it's now not just a melody from a music box that's danced to, but it has become a carol. Uh, it's just... I get excited about the possibilities of making this richer and deeper and more meaningful. So I don't think of it so much as a challenge like, ooh, what are we going to do this year, as much as, oh, my heavens, what would happen if we tried this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, I've, got, I've gotten to know you over the years, Michael, and by the way, you are a bit of a nut job, but we'll, <laughs> we'll go over that <laughs> later That's on, right. Michael. My, Michael, um, how many times do you have people come up to you and say, that is my favorite Christmas song. I love that song from the Forgotten Carols. Is there one that people are always mentioning that this is their favorite, or does it vary depending on the person? Well, I, I, I think that's a fair question. What, what does happen consistently is that people who were introduced to the Forgotten Carols um, as Christmas songs by themselves, when they come see the show and they go, oh, my heavens, all these songs are so much more meaningful to me now. I enjoyed them, and I liked them, and they were very touching. But now that I've seen them in the context of the story, that um, this great cast that we have uh, that tours uh, with us, we're just going to be, we're down in southern Utah. Uh, we do two shows in Cedar on Saturday, and then we spend the last week in uh, Utah County and Salt Lake. Um, I love the fact that people say, this matters even more to me now that I've seen it in the context of the story. Wow. And there, there's, you know, um, the music, and we have the CD, Michael, and it, it's going in our, uh, on in our house season. My wife loves it. But the, the live performance is so special and so unique, isn't it? You know, it is. And I've been fortunate enough to just get fantastic singers. Kyle Olson who has Utah roots but has been in New York for years is just phenomenal. And, and there is no joy for a songwriter quite like having your song brought to life by somebody, <laughs> because I'm not a great singer and um, I don't have that <laughs> instrument, although I'm very, very passionate about these stories and I love sharing them. But when you have people like Angela Jeffries and Kyle Olson singing your songs, oh, man, for a songwriter, it's heaven. Yeah, it is. Well, Michael, it's always a great, great show. We'll be seeing it here, I think, next Saturday night, my family and I, and, uh, and we look forward to seeing it. And if people have never seen it, Michael, it is a wonderful show to see, and I would imagine you would encourage them to come see it, right? Oh, man, I, I can't wait to give everybody uh, a, a chance to experience this. If they have, a lot of people, uh, Rod, have made this their Christmas tradition, and I'll run into folks who have been coming for 25 years seeing it every year with their family. Wow. But I'd love to invite people to go to ForgottenCarols.com and see which days are left that could, uh, could make their holiday maybe even a little brighter, even a little bit more special than ever before. That's, that's what our great hope is, and that's what our team's been working on. Michael, always great chatting with you. Good to see you a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we'll see you here next Saturday night. Thanks, Michael. I, I can't wait. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Christmas. All right, Merry Christmas to you. All right, Michael McLean, the man behind the Forgotten Carols, as he mentioned, they're in southern Utah for the next couple of days, but then the performances all next week, I think, here in Salt Lake City and Salt Lake County, and uh, we're headed down a week from Saturday down there at uh, Cottonwood High School to see him. It's a wonderful, wonderful play with just great, great music, a great story to tell. All right, uh, we're broadcasting live today from Harvest Right. We've already made two people winners today for $100 worth of freeze-dried food, and Matt is back with us. They've got one more chance until 6 o'clock, or until 7 o'clock, to call in and get in on that uh, that free drawing. Yeah, you're right. About 40 minutes, we're going to do one more drawing for $100 worth of freeze-dried food. And like you say, Rod, it's a great chance to get to try the food for your first time. You know, you try these meals, you try a chicken fettuccine Alfredo, and you think, man, I throw away so much food that could be used, um, and it's really popular for it to be used in camping and backpacking because the meals are so good. So people might go on a 10-day hunt or something like that and and have these meals with them. Well, they've freeze-dried their own home-cooked chicken noodle soup, their own home-cooked beef stew, their own home-cooked um, chicken and rice or steak and potatoes or smoked turkey or brisket or whatever it might be, you can freeze dry it and add a little water back to it. It comes right back to fresh. All right. We haven't talked a lot about the freeze dryer itself. Now, do they come in different sizes? Are they difficult to operate? And where do most people store them or use them? Yeah. So first and foremost, really easy to use. You essentially put the food on the trays and press start. So whether it's produce from your garden, it's a meal from your from your fridge or, mm-hmm. or something along those leftovers. lines, leftovers. Yep. Put it on the food and press start. It does the rest. Um, there are different sizes because everyone has a different need. So someone who has a really great garden or great fruit trees might want our biggest freeze dryer. And someone who's just freeze drying leftovers might want one of our smaller freeze dryers or depending on your budget. But either way, you're going to get great capacity. Even on that medium freeze dryer, you can do 1,500 pounds of food through it in just well, a year's time. And, and most people either put them where? In a utility room or out in a garage and operate them there, Yeah, right? my freeze dryer is in my garage right off my kitchen. When we have leftovers, um, we'll run it. And, it, man, the food just turns out so good. And to bring the food back to life? Just a little bit of warm water? Yeah. In fact, <laughs> in fact, you know, we just had Thanksgiving, and we had so many customers tell, tell us that they either had loved ones overseas in the military or on a mission, and uh, they made turkey for them, mashed potatoes and gravy, stuffing, <laughs> pumpkin pie, and ice cream, sent it to their loved ones, so that way their loved ones could add a little warm water back to it and have Thanksgiving dinner just like they were at home. All right. Black Friday has come and gone, but we're extending Black Friday a little bit with additional savings today yes. on a home freeze dryer. Yeah. We've got a great Christmas special happening right now, and if you're listening to the show, we're going to get you 200 additional dollars off of the current Christmas special. You don't have to buy it today, but if you call in, we'll put your name on a list. And if you decide to purchase it by December 20th, 
you're going to get an additional $200 off of our current Christmas special. Boy, this is a great gift for the family, for the holiday, and for Christmas. And how about winning $100 worth of freeze-dried food? You can do that right now by calling them at 801-436-8776, 801-436-8776 to Harvest Right. Here's Scott now with a news update. The widow of a house on Lake. Her radio, your music, your stations and podcasts. Anytime, anywhere. I Heart Radio. All right, welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listening, you'll know. Broadcasting live from Harvest Right. Give them a call right now. You've got about, about 40 minutes, maybe a little bit less than that. To get in on the drawing for $100 worth of freeze-dried food from Harvest Right and find out more about their fantastic Christmas sale, they it's better than Black Friday. As a matter of fact, on top of the sales they already have going for Rod Squad listeners right now, they've added $200 as an additional Christmas sale from Harvest Right. So give them a call right now, 801-436-8776. All right, welcome back. Well, a big day tomorrow. The uh, Olympic question that has been hovering over Utah and Colorado expected to be answered tomorrow when the Utah's or the United States Olympic Committee convenes its board of directors meeting in San Francisco. Will it be Salt Lake City or will it be Denver to represent the United States in a bid for a future Olympic Games? A lot of people are optimistic it could land here, including my next guest, Nathan Rafferty, who is president of Ski Utah. Uh, Nathan, thanks for joining us tonight. Are you optimistic about uh, the games coming back to Utah, Nathan? Uh, I am optimistic. Um, you know, I know there are a lot of uh, other great bids out there. <coughs> Excuse me, but um, Salt Lake City hosted an incredible games in 2002. We were really proud of that effort benefited our industry greatly and i have no question in my mind that um if we were lucky enough to be tapped for a second olympics that we would do just as great a job if not better how much of a challenge nathan does denver give us do you think you know i don't know i'm not involved with the bid process um that um intimately you know denver and colorado has an incredible uh, ski experience i think they would probably put together an incredible bid the advantage that we have is that we've got one under our belt, and we're a you know a proven um, proven commodity. Uh-huh. What about our facilities? Uh, would they need much upgrading? Do you think? You know, I'm I'm not um, I'm not totally involved with that either. I think yeah. there, are, I, from what I understand, there are some upgrades and polish that's needed, but. Um, you know, we're certainly well ahead of the game having these um, venues and they're in use every day, all year long. So, um, you know, put a little uh, polish on those things. They're going to be ready to go. Yeah, I was going to ask you from the ski venue point of view, though, I would think we'd be in pretty good shape, wouldn't we? Oh, absolutely. You know, we had uh, last year, last time around, it was Park City Canyons and and uh, Snow Basin was the venues and, and Deer Valley. Sorry. Um and, uh, you know, those resorts have only gotten bigger and better since the game. So I think uh, they'd be just as well equipped, if not better, to host uh, some fantastic venues. Nathan, when it comes to um, choosing the runs for the various events, the downhill and the various events that uh, skiing is involved with, um, with the, the athletes getting better, the equipment getting better all the time, Nathan, uh, is it a challenge to find the right run, and this is where the downhill is going to be decided? How is that all? How do you come to that decision? 
Um, again, I, I'm not an expert in that, um, but but I do know things like the downhill have very uh, specific parameters. It has to be a certain length. It has to be a certain vertical drop. Um, you know, Snow Basin's venue for the downhill and Super G was just uh, had rave reviews from both athletes and spectators alike. Incredible backdrop, incredible course conditions. Um, you know, certainly one of the top venues in the whole world. And um, you know, so uh, hard to imagine that changing. But but I'm not. But I'm not positive. Mm-hmm. Does air quality bother you? You know, I think it's something we just need to come. Uh, into this bid with our eyes wide open and and um, you know I'm certain that the folks that are putting together this bid that's uh, something on their mind you know it, it's something I think about whether it's the Olympics or not and I think it's a uh, top of mind I know our legislature this year and the governor's office has put hundred million dollars towards efforts and in, in uh, improving our air quality so I think it's a it's an opportunity for us to get better at and we've certainly got some time to do that and, yeah and but, I'm, I'm confident we will but don't most of the ski venues are aren't they fortunately above all the, all this gunk Nathan doesn't that help us a little bit yeah <laughs> absolutely but you know I mean the Olympics are 17 days, and you know I've been here my whole life and plan to be here for a long time down the road. So, you know we're interested in working towards uh, you know solutions for air quality, whether it's you know because of the games or not. Mm-hmm. Where do you go from here? Do you sit back? How closely are you, is the ski industry now working with the Olympic Committee to get this all prepared and really make a push to the uh, IOC to land the games here in Utah in the coming years? Where where are we right now, Nathan? Yeah, you know, we're in close contact with the guys that are uh, putting together our bid, people like Fraser Bullock, and and we just tell them, hey, let us know what we can do to help. You're not going to find anybody more uh, enthusiastic about an, an Olympic bid for uh, for Utah, and we're just uh, standing by, you know, letting those guys know, hey, hey, what can we do to assist? What did the last Olympics do for Utah's ski industry, do you think, Nathan? Well, it was incredible. If you look at our skier day numbers um, after the games, you know, it took, um, you know, we had record year after year after the games, and there are a lot of things that contributed to that. Um, But it's hard to look at that knowing the the games in 2002 uh, had such a spotlight put on Salt Lake City and Utah as a whole. And, excuse me, I think it did. not only great things for our ski industry, but for tourism in general and business in Utah and just opened uh, up some eyes to what Utah had to offer for the entire world. Nathan, final question and an easy one for you. Do we still have the greatest snow on earth? Uh, that is a resounding yes. If you talk to people who skied this morning, I bet you would see some big smiles on their faces. We're pretty lucky in that regard. All right, Nathan Rafferty, president of Ski Utah, talking about the Olympics again. The uh, uh, United States Olympic Committee will meet tomorrow, board of directors meeting in San Francisco, and either Salt Lake City or Denver will be the U.S. city that represents um, this country in a bid to host future Olympic Games. More coming up on the Radar Catch Show and Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know. This matched to them. For more common sense advice on life and money, subscribe to the Dave Ramsey Show channel on YouTube. One man, one goal. Yeah, one vision. 
The Rod Arquette Show on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. All right, we don't want you to lose out on a chance to win $100 worth of freeze-dried food from Harvest Right. So we've got about, what, uh, about 25 minutes before we announce our final winner uh, here at Harvest Right for that uh, packet of $100 worth of freeze-dried food. So give them a call right now at 801-436-8776. And on top of that, unbelievable savings on a home freeze dryer from Harvest Right. So give them a call right now. Make sure you get your name in for that drawing, and we'll be announcing a winner here in a few minutes. So call them right now, 801-436-8776. Well, yesterday, Utah Senator Orrin Hatch, who is leaving the Senate, gave his farewell address to the, uh, to the chamber yesterday and described the Senate as being in danger. Jeff Flake spoke today about the same thing. Joe Biden was up at the University of Utah this afternoon talking about the future of the Senate and what's going on with the Senate. Well, is the Senate still the nation's conscience? My next guest wrote about that today. His name is Jeremy Surrey. He is an opinion contributor at The Hill, also teaches down at the University of Texas in Austin. Jeremy, how are you, and welcome to the show. I, I am fine. Thanks for having me on, Rod. Uh, Jerry, what's going on? what has happened to the Senate over the years, do you think? Well, I think two things have happened, Rod. One is that members of the Senate have become much too committed to getting reelected and raising money rather than making policy and focusing on the interests of the country. That's the first thing. And then the second thing that has happened is uh, that members of the Senate have uh, aligned themselves by party and used party as an excuse to actually think deeply about the issue. So between reelection and party, we have people who are running for themselves, not actually serving the country. And is there, there used to be a closer bond, from what I understand, among the senators, where they would meet occasionally, they would have lunch or breakfast, or, you know, they'd meet e- each other uh, outside the Senate, and they don't do that anymore. Is, is that right, Jeremy? That's correct. They spend much more time now uh, returning home to their states whenever they can to raise money. And they caucus almost exclusively by party rather than by issue area, as they used to in the past. The senators who were interested in foreign policy, the Vandenbergs and Lugers and others would, and nuns would meet, even though they were of different parties. Uh, but there's an even deeper issue, Rob, that I was writing about, which is that uh, members of the Senate really thought they had a special mission 20, 30, 40 years ago. They believed it wasn't just their job to be representatives but to be a conscience of the nation, that the Senate was to be different from the House of Representatives. The Senate was to be the place where Daniel Webster had been, the place Mm -hmm. where uh, great men uh, basically thought about the needs of the country, even if it meant that they wouldn't get reelected or they, you know, had six years so they didn't have to worry about it. Jeremy, when did you start seeing it? When did it start changing? I I think it really started to change uh, after the... 1980s and 1990s. I think it's the end of the 20th century, the beginning of the 21st century. You can. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. See seeds of it earlier. But it's at that moment when the Senate, I think, becomes a less august body and starts to look more like a place of people pursuing personal ambition rather than some larger purpose. How much of a role has leadership, Senate leadership, on both sides of the aisle played in this division? Because I've, I've talked to some senators, some here from the state of Utah, who point fingers a lot of times at either Mitch McConnell or Chuck Schumer. How much at fault are they? I, I think a lot of it is about leadership. It's, it's not simply the personalities, and there's plenty to criticize in the personalities, <laughs> yeah, especially that, the two you mentioned. Sure. Yeah. But it's also the structure of what leadership has become. You are the leader of the party now uh, in the Senate if you raise the most money not because you're the most knowledgeable. I, I haven't heard anyone say that Mitch McConnell or Chuck Schumer are the leading lights in thinking about what the country is about. No one thinks about their words as the words that motivate us. But they raise a ton of money. And so since they raise a ton of money for their parties, they're the people that, uh, that other members listen to. And that is a big difference. Uh, it's hard to get away from the point that money has now replaced policy. Jeremy, um what was your reaction to that uh, extraordinary op-ed that was published, I think, in the Washington Post the other day from 44 retired Republican and Democratic senators expressing their concern about the Senate, where it is today, and its future? Uh, were you surprised at all? And should people look at that? Well, those were the good old days. Times have changed. You're just complaining about I mean, how much credence should we give to that? I think we should give a lot of credence to that, because first of all, I'm a historian, and it does capture sure. a different moment. These 44 Republicans and Democrats thought about their role differently, and, and, and they're upset by what they see their successors doing. And I'm an optimist. I, I, I work with hundreds of undergraduates, young people every day, and they see the world in the way those 44 senators did. I don't have a single undergraduate who isn't concerned about the future of our economy. I don't have a single undergraduate who's not concerned about the environment. Uh, they don't care whether you're a D or an R. They want people in office who are actually going to talk about and try to solve these problems. Uh, we can't continue to go into debt. Uh, as a country, yeah. we need to actually, you know, <laughs> pay the bills, and they yeah. all care about that. Are there, and, and you talked, like you said, to uh, undergraduates and graduate students, uh, Jeremy, are there leaders there, do you think, who are willing to say, we're going to put party politics aside because we've got to look out for the good of the country? Do you see I a class emerging? Yeah, I, I think there are, Rod. I, 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 this is why I'm so optimistic. This is why I have the best job in the world, being an educator. <laughs> um, I, I see such talent. We have a greatest generation waiting to come into office. And the tragedy of our moment is we have 70-year-olds uh, holding on too long. Uh, this young generation, they're problem solvers. That's why they're so so effective as in the world of technology. They see a problem, they develop a new technology for it. That problem solving is what we need. Our greatest leaders and our greatest senators have been people who, after World War II, the Vandenbergs and the William Fulbrights and the others who said, you know, whether we're, even though we're from different parties, we have a real problem in the post-Cold War world. We have to, we have to re rebuild Europe. We have to deal with the Soviet Union. We're going to work together and we're going to come up with some solutions. We need solution-oriented politics. 
this uh, upcoming generation, Jeremy, are they afraid of the word compromise? No, I don't think they are at all. Um, I do think that there are certain things they believe, uh, that they deeply believe. And it's not that they're against compromise, but they also do have a moral center. So uh, this is a generation, my students are more inclusive uh, than my generation was. Um, They are more open to different lifestyles. And that's natural, you know. Um, I don't have a problem with that. But they do believe that to solve problems like uh, environmental problems and national debt problems, that you can't get everything your own way. They they know that uh, because they've had to experience that themselves. Uh, so yeah. I think they're willing to compromise, but they also have a sense of integrity. And it's not just that our leaders don't compromise today. They have no integrity. Uh, yeah. Just just look at their behavior on both sides of the aisle. Boy, that's for sure. Jeremy? Enjoyed this conversation. Love to get you back on the show again. Uh, Take care of all those folks down in the great state of Texas and in Austin, will you, Jeremy? I certainly will. Thank you for having me on, and I look forward to visiting again. All right. On our Newsmaker line, Jeremy Surrey. He is opinion contributor at The Hill, also teaches down at the University of Texas in Austin, talking about the uh, Senate. Is it still the nation's conscience? A lot has changed in the Senate, and you've heard people like Alan Simpson and Orrin Hatch and even Jeff Flake talk about when are we going to get back to solving the nation's problems, and I think that's what we all want, isn't it? All right, more coming up on the Rod Arquette Show and Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know our next to last chance to talk with Matt from Harvest Ripe, and we'll talk about it right now, but then he's going to come back and give us the name of our 6 o'clock winner for that $100 worth of freeze-dried food from Harvest Ripe. Matt, let's go over some of the reasons why people use a home freeze dryer from Harvest Right. Uh, there are all kinds of reasons, right? There really are. First and foremost, the reason people get a freeze dryer is to, to create amazing food storage. Mm-hmm. So whether you're freeze drying steak and potatoes, spaghetti, cheese, anything from your garden, it will last up to 25 years and keep all the taste and nutrition. So not a better way to, to get food storage than with a freeze dryer. The next reason people get a freeze dryer is to put up their garden or their orchard. Because when you freeze-dry fruits and vegetables, they're going to keep that original taste, color, flavor, shape, and last, again, up to 25 years and keep all the nutrition. Uh, the next reason is camping and backpacking meals. You know, if you have leftover chicken noodle soup or leftover tortilla soup or leftover fajitas, steak fajitas maybe, freeze-dry those, take them camping or backpacking. Wow, you're going to eat great, and it's going to be easy to add just a bit of hot water back to it and have an instant great meal. Um, freeze-drying leftovers, right? You have any food that could go to waste. Let's freeze-dry that food. We don't want to waste any of it because, again, it becomes great camping food. It becomes great food storage. It becomes a great meal in a pinch. And then last but not least, healthy eating and healthy living. When we freeze-dry a peach, it keeps all the flavor, all the nutrition of a peach. When you freeze-dry your lasagna, it's all the flavor, all the nutrition of lasagna. So whatever you freeze-dry, it doesn't have extra additives and preservatives in it. It's going to keep it fresh. You know, another point, and we've talked about it, this in the past as well, Matt, is if you see a great deal on something at the grocery store, like a great deal on chicken breast or a great deal on strawberries, and you say, well, what am I going to do with all of it? Boy, you can really take advantage of it with a home freeze dryer. Oh, yeah. You find chicken for 99 cents a pound and you buy 50 pounds of it. You can either do it raw or cooked to rehydrate it, and it's going to be just like fresh. All right. Now, the process itself, do you have to do anything to prepare the food for the freeze dryer? Put the food on the trays and press start. <laughs> that easy. You cook up 50 <laughs> pounds of chicken, and you know over a couple of batches, you could freeze dry it, and, and, uh, and then it sits on the shelf. When you're ready to use it, you put a little hot water on it, and you've got fresh chicken. And the technology has been amazing and brought the price down. Yeah, we've been able to reduce the price, and the, 
And so it makes it so affordable so every family can have one of these and, and preserve food the right way, the best way. All right. Black Friday's gone, come and gone, but you're upping the ante on Black Friday a little bit. What kind of savings will people realize if they call in today? They don't have to buy it today, but just call in and express interest. Yeah, we have a great Christmas sale happening right now, and if you call in, we're going to give you an additional $200 off of the Christmas sale. And so you don't have to buy it today, but if you decide to purchase by the the 20th of December... Um, then we'll we'll get you that great savings, and we'll put your name on a list. So when you when you call in, you can say, "Hey, I'm so and so. I called, yeah, yeah. and you get that savings." And we've still got the opening. You've still got a few more minutes to call in and win $100 worth of freeze-dried food. What's included in that prize? Yeah, in 10 minutes we're gonna do this drawing. It is gonna be a great package: scallop potatoes and ham, chicken fettuccine alfredo. You can rehydrate those meals. Try them. You're gonna see how amazing this food is. And then we're gonna also give you blackberries, raspberries, mm. strawberries, blueberries ice cream, peaches. It's a great pack. And if you want something healthy to snack on, the fruit that you freeze dry. Last time we were here, you had cinnamon-flavored apples. Oh, yeah. That you'd put a little cinnamon on, freeze-dried, and they were delicious. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, all those fruits and vegetables, they're going to be great to snack on. You'll just have them out on your counters. Your kids and grandkids will pull from it. All right, a few more minutes to you for you to get in on the freeze-drying. We'll announce the winner here in a couple of minutes, but give them a call right now if you'd like to win or have a chance to win. 801-436-8776. 801-436-8776. I want to mention, if you want to get a look at what these home freeze dryers look like from Harvest Right, go to their website at harvestright.com, and they've got a great website set up for you to take a look at. All right, more coming up on the Radar Catch Show. Let's get an update on the news of the day. Here's Scott. Use code YES123. That's code YES123. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. All right, welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show. On the road today, broadcasting live from Harvest Ray. You've got just a few more minutes to give them a call and to get in on that $100, that drawing for $100 worth of freeze-dried food from Harvest Ray. They're a local company, by the way. You can tell by the phone number we're giving you to call. Support the local economy, 801-436-8776. 801-436-8776. All right, well... <laughs> You have, to, you have to say to yourself, well, it's about time when you hear this story. Lawmakers struck a deal yesterday on Capitol Hill to overall uh, Capitol Hill's sexual harassment policies, reviving the likelihood that the long-stalled effort will finally make it over the finish line this year. You're aware of this. Um, we have reached an agreement with the Senate on a strong package of reforms to the Congressional Accountability Act that will focus on protecting victims strengthening transparency, and holding members accountable for their personal conduct and improving the adjudication process. Now, what that all means is, if a lawmaker is accused of sexual harassment and pays off his accuser, the American taxpayer will no longer have to carry the bill. I mean, <laughs> that's brilliant, isn't it? I mean, what have we been doing, folks? I mean, finally, they will have to pay it off out of their own personal income, not the money that we as taxpayers give them. There was something like, I want to say a 15, maybe that's too high, 15 to $17 million fund that sat in Washington for lawmakers to use to help pay off people who would accuse them of sexual harassment. Can you, I mean, it's just amazing. And they're finally doing something about it. And uh, you just look at this and you say, what on earth 
has taken you so long. All right, one other thing. Pretty intensive poll, or extensive poll, I should say, on President Trump, released by Fox News yesterday. The poll showed that the president has, he ends year number two with a 46% job approval rating. It's been hanging around there ever since he went into office. Now, 45% of voters think the economy will be in better shape uh, a, a year from now. That's down from 56%. So are we headed for some rough waters as far as the economy is concerned in 2019? We don't know, but there's still about 46%, 45% of the people who say the economy will be better. The condition of the economy, 47% now say it's excellent or good, uh, 51% say it is fair. Uh, have you personally been helped by the president's uh, economic policies? 22% say they've been helped. 21% say they've been hurt. 51% say no difference. I'm trying to think. I, uh, you know, it's hard to gauge and hard to understand if, in fact, you've been helped out. What about uh, Robert Mueller's investigation of the Trump campaign and Russia? 56% say they approve. 37% say they disapprove. I, I, I just hope this comes, to, uh, this comes to an end pretty soon because I think the American people are just, uh, to be real honest, sick and tired of all of this, uh, and uh, they're looking for that. So it's just kind of real interesting. This And uh, here in a minute, we're just waiting for Matt to come down. Hopefully he'll make it before we wrap up the show with our winner of our $100 worth of freeze-dried food from Harvest Right. They've been giving that away all day today. Now, I want to want to remind you again that um, Dave Ramsey is coming up. Dave will be with us until uh, 10 o'clock tonight. He'll kick it off starting at 7. And, of course, um, we've got, we'll be back tomorrow with a brand-new edition of the show. So uh, Matt's going to, if we get Matt down here, if not, Harvest Right will contact you and let you know that, in fact, you have won that $100 worth of freeze-dried food from the great folks here at Harvest Right. Uh, is Matt going to make it down? He may not make it. Don't worry if you uh, if uh, we don't announce your name. The folks here at Harvest Right will reach out to you and get you in touch and get in touch with you to announce that you're the winner of that freeze-dried food from Harvest Right. All right, that does it for us tonight. Head up, shoulders back. May God bless you and your family. Have a very enjoyable Thursday. We'll be back with a brand new edition of the Rod Arquette Show tomorrow. Harvest Right will be calling you with this hour. It's hard to believe 20... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.